Let's reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. America. Thanks for listening and thanks for emailing from all across our great country in your support of our world-famous marriage talk segment where we focus on what? The glory, the sanctity, the holiness, and steaminess of marriage. It's that simple. What God has ordained. Man and woman coming together. So let's take a big breath in. <laughs> and a big exhale. I'm, I'm over-exaggerating for radio. It's like theater. Tom, you must speak to the back of the theater. Like when you sipped your coffee for dramatic effect. Hang on. Let me do that again. Mm. <sighs> that was a dramatic effect cup of coffee. So with that said, our world-famous marriage talk segment is on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. When my wingman for 10 years, Robert Kosick, he's a uh, an author, he's a marriage coach, church deacon, and more. Mr. Kosick, he writes the content. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. It was interesting listening to you and Denise talking about your Galveston trip. I got to tell you, one time I had taken a trip to Germany, and I was in actually a decent, nice hotel, but unfortunately had paper-thin walls. And I was <laughs> on the other side of the room. Uh, of what you were talking about, and it made for one of the longest trips of my life. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like to come out of the hotel room, look at the, if there's somebody coming in or going out next door, I'm looking, how you doing? Sorry about the noise. And walk off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And by the way, so Princess is talking to one of our crew on the media company, uh, a newlywed going to celebrate their first. So Denise is here, obviously working, doing a wonderful job at the, at the company. And they're talking about this employee's one-year anniversary, and, and the employee said, where did it go? And isn't it amazing? And you and Kathy are 30-plus years, Denise and I are 30-plus years. It really do. We do look back and go, where the heck? Wasn't that just yesterday you were pregnant, Denise? Wasn't that just – didn't we just – remember I, I proposed? It wasn't that – oh, I, I had more hair back then on my head. and You know, but didn't seem that long ago, Mr. Cossing. Oh, it does. It just blows by. But Kathy and I – Ironically, we're talking about that as well. I said, especially with the type of work that I do and <clears throat> the type of work you do, it's it's very fast-paced. You blink your eyes and another week went by and you didn't even know where it went, much less years. And I told her, I said, uh, something we started, I don't know, several years ago, and we're getting back into it now that COVID's done, is a friend of mine suggested he and his wife once a quarter go away for the weekend. And my wife loved that idea so much, she wants to do it every month. And just do something, even if you just drive down to Galveston or go to whatever. And so it's one of those ways to kind of get things to slow down just a little bit so you can enjoy each other more. And you got to be careful not to be running so hard all the time that you blink and right. life is over. So slow down enough to enjoy it. But you're right. It, if you are really enjoying the time together, it does go by very quickly because they always say when you're having fun, time flies. Right? And, then, and, then, and then Tom brought up, and rightly so, when you're not having fun, it drags on, you know. Oh, gosh. It sucks. It does. All right, let's get to our world-famous marriage talk segment. Mr. Kosick writes it. By the way, congratulations. Tip number 388, biblical fun with marriage. It's on our Facebook page. Go to Sam Malone Show. It says, we believe God who created marriage should be included in every marriage. Amen. With that said, there are traditional verses about loving and respecting each other, encouraging each other, and speaking kindly to each other. But there are also a few more lighthearted verses as well. Here are a couple of historical laws and definitions to hopefully bring a little laughter to you today. Number one, I'll read it, Mr. Costco respond. Restriction on the wife of a man who is losing a fight. Deuteronomy 25, 11 and 12. This is more private topics. You'll have to look it up later. But for now, let's just say she's not supposed to lend a hand in her husband's defense. Talk about that, Mr. Costco. 
So this is a really funny verse. Uh, there's a lot of great verses in the Bible, and people always ask you, this, hey, what's your favorite Bible verse? So I always, I always point them to this one, <laughs> and it's funny when they go and they actually read it. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't think I can use that one in a sermon uh, on Sunday, but uh, but it's in the Bible. God put it in there, so why not look at it? But it's, it's one of these ones where it says if your husband's in trouble and you want to help out, there's a certain thing you're not supposed to help out. It's not ways that you're not supposed to help out. And it's just one of those ones you're going to have to look it up and you'll get a good chuckle out of it. And that's all what today is about, is helping you laugh a little bit, because the Bible is not always serious. It's It's got some lighthearted stuff in it, and it has some good humor in it and a little bit of sarcasm as well. And it's a fun thing to be a part of, and it has all kinds of applications to life, and we'll touch on a few of them today. Speaking of touching, that's what that verse is about, right? Speaking about her. Yes, it is. Speaking of touching. It is. It's, it's a, it's a, uh, yeah. it's, it's a private it's a private topic. Speaking of privates, that's <laughs> where topic. that's where our hand goes. <laughs> great, and that's and that's in Deuteronomy for crying out loud. Here we go. Number two, our world famous marriage talk segment, uh, bringing the Lord and the Bible, of course, into your marriage. Number two, sometimes it's better to remain silent. Proverbs chapter seventeen, verse twenty-seven. Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent, and then you pick up Mark Twain, or you can open your mouth and remove all doubt. But even yeah, Proverbs thousands of years ago. Even a fool is thought wise. If you just shut up, Robert Kosick. So, so you don't always have to tell everybody what you're thinking. They say honesty is the best policy. That's true. However, you don't always have to let everyone know exactly what you're thinking. There was a commercial years and years ago and had Honest Abe. I can't remember what the commercial was for. And the wife was asking, does this dress make me look fat? And he responds, no, you being fat makes you look fat. <laughs> <laughs> Not, sometimes it's better to keep your mouth shut, but this is a great one in life in general. If right. you just sit there and you're quiet, what that means is you're listening, which is usually a good thing. Uh, but you don't always have to open your mouth. And sometimes you can say some of the stupidest things, especially if you're arguing, uh, things you wish you could never say back. So sometimes it's better just to keep your mouth shut and let them think you know what you're talking about and Amen. think you're wise, uh, as opposed to opening your mouth and letting them know you haven't got a wise um, cell in your brain. So it's good to be quiet sometimes. Amen. Our world, you're listening to our world-famous marriage talk segment Fridays, bottom of the eight-hour central, talking about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Is there a right answer when women, every listen, the woman could be like 98 pounds. Does this make my blank look blank? And it's usually a negative, right? Does this make my rear end look big? Does it look like my boobs look uh, this? Does it make my ass <laughs> look that? And and there's, uh, what, what do you tell me? I, you know, I, I've talked to Kathy about this a few times, that, and she's not your typical female in this regard. She doesn't get you know, very offended by it on the stuff. She's asking because she really wants to know, do you like this or don't like this? So it's easier on my side because I can be more honest, and, and, and she likes that stuff. And she's you know, super thin anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, um, but I've asked different people, is there, you know, women, is there a right answer to that? And I get all kinds of mixed responses. I, I've come to the conclusion that if she asks that, just run. Leave. <laughs> there's no, just in my leave. opinion, there's no winning. Just, just go. It just get a head start. I gotta go. I hear our new smoke detector. It doesn't make noise, but it's buzzing. <laughs> That's it. Just oh leave. my god! Let me get to number three of our world famous marriage talk segment about bringing the Bible and the Lord in your marriage. Um, one's attractiveness, both male or female, was judged a bit differently back in the day. Song of Solomon, chapter four, verse two. This is great. This is right out, right out of the scripture. Your teeth are like a flock of sheep, just shorn. Um, coming up from the washing, each has a twin. Not one of them is alone. So imagine thousands of years ago, if you had a good set of teeth, you were hot. You were like, you were. You were like, dude, 
How's, what kind of wife you got? She's got all her teeth, Dude, and they're not hot. dentures. This is awesome. <laughs> so, and, and if you go back and read some of the other descriptions in there, too, one of them talks about, you know, you're, you're, I can't remember which part it was, but you're as pretty as a pig with a, a gold ring in its nose. I'm like, try that on a Hallmark card, you know, this Valentine's Day and see how well that You're works. calling me a pig. I want you. It's true. But back yeah. then, uh, uh, having, a full, teeth was a big deal. having a full set of teeth was hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot no, number four on our world-famous marriage talk segment, segment, bringing the Bible and the Lord in your marriage. On a more serious side, what your love for your spouse should look like, First Corinthians 13, um, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Wow, strong, Robert Kosick. Very strong. So this is um, <clears throat> really uh, speaking to the love that Christ has for you. And, and But then it also, later on, it says that your love for your spouse should be the same as the love that Christ has for you. So if that's what you want to do and you want to emulate what Christ showed when he was here, then these are some of the things you need to do. And these aren't always easy, being patient and, uh, you know, not being envious and not keeping score and all those kind of things. They're difficult. But if you can do that in your marriage, you're going to have the kind of marriage that we talk about every single week. Amen. And Amen. time is going to fly by and life is going to be fantastic. Not always, you know, but it's going to be fantastic overall. And you're going to be Long-term, very happily married. Yeah, don't keep score. It's just, you remember that time? Uh, oh, yeah? Well, it's yeah. Thursday. You know what? You, don't, don't. You know what? Don't, don't. Don't, don't. Because, you, you, you know, you, you can't unring that bell, and you can't put the nope. toothpaste back in that tube. Just mess up, fess up, get over it, get naked, get in the shower, which leads us to our hot and heavy <laughs> advice. Mr. Kosick finally penned. Which- Fed. Always leads us to the hot and heavy, but I figured I'd just be explicit about it. This and, time. and by the way, by the way, and this is a true story. We had the shower recalk. You know, you're in the house long enough. You got to, what do you call it? Recalk yeah. it? Is that when you, and we have a tile shower floor. So I'm here. I'm not there. There's a guy, crew comes in and they do this. And Denise's like, well, you can't, that's a big shower. You can't get in there for a couple of days. It's got to dry. I'm mm. like, what do I got to do? You got to use a guest shower. It's a little tiny thing. You know, I feel yeah. like, I feel like a Kim Elijah one. Cause like, it's just a small little tub. <laughs> And I'm like, well, there's, I, you can't fit in here. What kind of, what's the point of taking a shower if you can't get your wife in there? She's like, just yeah, calm, it'll yeah. be, if she said, calm down, it'll be a couple of days. So, here yeah, we go. So, so we're in the same boat. So we moved into this house three and a half years ago, this new house, and the cock was coming up, and I have it on my list to do. Right. And my wife keeps saying, are you ever going to cock the bathtub? And I said, yeah, you know, I'll get to it someday. But there's consequences to do it. Damn right. So, but. Anyway, when, say when you go away for a solid seven days, that's what I'll cock the shower. Here we go. Hot and heavy, <laughs> naked and unashamed before the whole eating of the fruit debacle took place. Being naked with your spouse was a beautiful thing. It was part of God's original plan for husband and wife. Uh, and it's why shower and suds is frequently suggested for every problem. Uh, Genesis two, verse 25, the man and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. Robert Kosick. It's a beautiful thing that God had in the original plan. Adam and Eve walking through the garden didn't have a thing to worry about. Woo, yeah. And it was, I, I, I suggest this. I don't suggest doing it in your garden unless you have a pretty high fence. But you have, or you could do that. You yeah, could yeah. with the neighbor's age. You're yeah, out, really. you're married. Who cares? But um, it's one of the things that God had in the very beginning of what this whole section is all about. It's God ordained. It's a beautiful thing. You shouldn't ever be ashamed at all. 
uh, with this aspect of your marriage. Uh, talk about it and see what you like, see what you don't like, and make sure this is a very healthy uh, part of your marriage because this is at the core of everything. And it's from the very, very beginning when God said that you shall become one, and that's what he was talking about Amen. way back in the very beginning uh, of time. And so if he said it was very, very important, it's probably very, very important. You Amen should pay attention to, to it. Amen to that. Good job, Robert Kosick. Wrote the book, Honor the Vow, V-O-W, honorthevow.com, about marriage. It's in many languages. We've been doing this 10 years. It's our most popular segment. All of Houston tunes in, so many around the country. And, and I send you, Mr. Kosick, every now and then, emails of the people who are mm-hmm. listening. And they really do. It, it makes it really does warm your heart to know what we're doing. So thank you, Mr. Kosick. It really does. Thank you for, for making this a platform that people can listen to. Oh, amen. Glad we can do it. America, that uh, closes our world-famous marriage talk segment. Read about it with your husbands and your wives on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick, have a wonderful three-day weekend. Talk to you next Friday. You too, Sam. America, back in a second. AIM 1070, The Answer. Now I stand here helplessly.